Last week, I reported a murder of Liverpool's title hopes. And this week, I'd like to report a fire because Sasha is hot. Hot, hot, hot. Cashing tickets in the positive for the last five weeks in a row. Can he keep this hot streak going? We also look at all the action from Match Week 24 and dig into the upcoming fixtures for Match Week 25 and some bonus rescheduled COVID footy. All that and more on this week's episode of Hammer the Over. match week huh yeah dude up and down real roller coaster real roller coaster of uh, a slate of games there yeah a lovely game a lovely set of games on the the valentine's day i'm sure for all the couples it was a yeah it's been an afternoon for everyone whose significant other allows them to watch footy on valentine's day you probably had a great day. And for all us other normies, you know, we watch the highlights. Watch, watch some highlights. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get right into it. City 3, Spurs love. I think that was the be- That was the probably... I, I'm giving this one as the match of the week out of respect for City. Because I feel like you have to give respect to the person doing the clinching. Not to the person choking it away. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I mean, going into this game, we didn't touch it because, you know, odds makers love City so much in this one, and rightly so. I mean, this is... City's running away with it now. I feel like the the bigger takeaway for me beyond City winning the league being a foregone conclusion was, who is Gundogan? Like, how, what? How did this happen? Why is he so unstoppable this year? Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the So, the goals, I thought, so, I thought that the first goal was, uh, the first goal was, they got lucky, I thought. I was like, I I, I didn't exactly agree with, with that call. And then, I kind of feel like it broke the game a little bit. I mean, granted, I still thought that City had the better chances and, you know, we're the we're the positive team. But still, I, I mean, I do think that I am on Mourinho's side in terms of that. Like, it was kind of bullshit. Um, the first Gunduan goal, the near post, I cannot believe that Lloris let that in. Yeah. Like yeah. near post, like you're supposed to be hugging that, hugging that corner, and I just couldn't believe that. He yeah, that should be like physically impossible to sneak one in there. Yeah, uh, but the third goal was masterclass. The the Ederson pass, the the control, right? Just just without the defender there, it's that's a tough that's a tough ball to bring down and just beat Loris. But with the defender there, I mean, that was it was amazing. Yeah, that was just like poetry. Uh, for something to keep in mind, though, Gunduan subbed off in the 70th minute. So yeah, range strain. Yep. 
So, I mean, I guess it's like for he's been their hot guy, right? So if you're if you're looking at this upcoming weekend, like, do you take that into account, right? I don't know. Eh, I don't know how much it's going to matter. I feel like they're just like in next man up mode at this point. It might be, but did they have a lot of fixtures? I mean, they're playing Everton. The play we'll get into that later, but they're playing Everton on Wednesday, and then they're playing Arsenal on Saturday. I mean, it's a run of games now. It is officially yeah. a run of games with champs mixed in too. Yeah, with champs mixed in. So I don't know. Um, definitely. Also, did you see out. a quick, quick, quick Champions League aside? I think five thirty eight had um, City's odds of winning Champions League at thirty seven percent. And the next closest odds was Bayern, and they were like 12% or something. That's so preposterous. <laughs> That's so insane. Unreal. Like, not only when, you know, the Premier League odds makers, um, you know, soothsaying is obviously coming to fruition now, but they're just taking it to the next level, and they're just saying that City is unstoppable on its way to world domination, too, which I'm not quite ready to believe yet, but. I do think they're the favorite, just not that big of a favorite. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of, uh, in terms of Spurs, I mean, I don't know, like. What happens now? Yeah. I just don't know what happens now. Like I look at the, I look at the standings and I'm like, okay, dude, like what's their, what's their out, right? It's, top Europa League, right? Like, is that it? Is that, is that, is that who they are now? now? Yeah. Because it's like you got rid of Pochettino because you wanted to win trophies. And now you're going to say that Europa League has been the goal all along? Like, I don't know. And the thing is, is it's like the stuff is that like when it, they fired Pochettino, it was like, well, like you can't. Like they played such an attractive style, and now they play this like. I think I think like they have like one of the highest percentage of people dribbling in their box. Spurs, like I know I that they're surprised. super counter counter, uh, you know, counter attacking, and that's like the Mourinho game plan. Mm-hmm. But still, it was just so surprising to just be like. I don't know. Is, is that really the plan? <laughs> yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that the plan? <laughs> So, I don't know. It was, uh, uh, I mean, big props to, to City. Uh, just some a quick aside on how dominant City have been. This is from uh, uh, Opta. Um, so, this is the third time that Pep has won six matches in a single month. And he's the, uh, and no other manager has done it more than once. Is he just getting a Tom Brady status of, Dude, of managers crazy. here? That's crazy. And it's not like some like joke league either. This is like in the prem. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, just really, really unstoppable from them. Uh, they're really good. There's just yeah. no other way to say it. They're really, yep. really good. Um, the, uh, the blood ceremony game of the... <laughs> of the week was uh uh the sacrificial kind of 
end of the end of the road. Leicester three, Liverpool one. I do, right. I don't even know what that was. Yeah, I mean, I think that from so first of all, I think it's I think celebration of the year from Vardy. I mean, that was just tremendous. Oh, tremendous yeah. Solo. The, the air guitar just raging on the like. What song do you think he was playing in his head? Like, was it um, probably like ACDC or like Van Halen or something? Right? Yeah, definitely. But I mean, two mistakes, right? Uh, I mean, this is a classic, like, and it's so, it's so funny. Cause it's like the guy that made the mistake is like the third center back that they're trying to fill the Van Dyke sized hole in the back. Yeah. Yep. And this, I think this, that was a takeaway here. If it wasn't already clear as day, these last two <laughs> matches proved that verge is the most important player on this team. Not By the front far. three, clearly not. Allison, because he's just an alcoholic now, I guess. Yeah. It's Verge who keeps the train running. And it's just, they're just not going to be able to do that without him. Yeah. Um, Leicester, I think uh, the last team, I know that they're level with United, but I think Leicester are the last team to possibly derail City. I still hold on to that, right? I, I think right. maybe, maybe injury, right? City being in all, still being in all these cups and everything like that. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't see anyone else that's like within striking distance to kind of like putting up the same level of defense that Leicester could. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I back that. I can get behind that too, because I mean, it's not going to be. It feels like Liverpool is too far adrift at this point. Obviously. Chelsea, well, yeah, we'll talk more about Chelsea later. But yeah, I can, I, I can back that. It's also crazy that uh, Vardy has had. Uh, Vardy's been like, uh, he's been injured for like five or six matches or wh- whatever it's been with that, uh, uh, with that hernia, and I'm pretty. I think he, yeah, he has twelve goals. Damn, that's like in like yeah. like for someone who's missed like a fair amount of time, you'd be like, oh, you know, he's probably, you know, probably off the pace this year. It's like no, he's like, and he's no spring chicken either. Yeah, he's not. It's yeah, he missed he missed four four starts. Yeah, four starts, and it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Still pumping him in. A true striker. A true striker. And you know what's crazy? The other crazy part is is that he's also, uh, according to football reference, he leads the league in uh, expected goals. Really? That's yeah. that's actually kind of surprising. Right? Isn't that crazy? I would have thought it would be like Sun. That's what or... I would have thought too. But I guess it's like if you if you do get enough tap ins and enough of those like Vardy putbacks, I mean they've got to count for something, right? Interesting, interesting. That's a fun fact. Um, uh, a little bit more on Liverpool here. The Klopp uh, presser that was sad. Yeah, 
it was like him having to essentially like defend his passion for the club and you could just tell he was so tired. <laughs> I know. It's just I I think they really gotta so right now they're in six. I think they really gotta like burn down the hatches and go for top four, right? Yeah, like imagine Liverpool not playing in champs next year. Like that would they have crazy. they have to go for broke for like fuck it, even if it comes to fuck champs league this year like yeah. it, they need to go for top four for sure yeah it's just like i i don't know how they can yeah i i just don't know how they can expect to i, I mean right now in their in their defense, right? So they they do have <clears throat> they do have Chelsea, Arsenal, United. Yeah, they have they have Chelsea and and United uh still upcoming. So I mean, they could, you know, they they do have two six-pointers coming up and some easy games, right? So this of uh they have Crystal Palace, they have Newcastle. I mean, so I have Sheffield, but it's tough for them. But they haven't looked. They haven't looked much. They haven't made much look easy this year, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so it would be crazy if they if they finish out of top four. That would be almost inconceivable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but with so many injuries too, it's like you can't really blame them. But it, it, when you're a club like Liverpool, it's just like there should be no excuses. Like you should be able to even drag a corpse of a team to the top four. I agree with that. All right. Let's uh on to greener pastures. At Fulham two, Everton zero. We're alive, baby. We're wow. alive. More than the club, huh? Domination. Start to finish. Fulham were the better side. They were crisper more in control more fluid they were just straight up better and it's like normally or at least the story of this season has been like we play like this exactly the same style we possess the ball but the result would just be a 1-0 loss or a 0-0 draw Mm -hmm. what's the difference here though tell the tell the listeners at home what the what the difference maker was in this game josh maja is Tony Khan a genius or is Tony Khan a genius? I mean, this, it's an absurdly small sample size, obviously. But it just he had that striker's instinct that we've been lacking. It wasn't like they were, you know, galazos he was hammering in from 30 yards out. But he was finishing the chances that no one else had been finishing on the club this season. So, so the... Craziest thing is that I see everyone on Twitter like clowning it, be like, oh, like there wasn't even like a crazy shot, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, if you've watched Everton, uh, sorry, if you've watched Fulham, that's what they need. They just need someone to put the, to like just get a fucking pinky on it. Yeah, we don't need Messi. We just need somebody. Yeah, you don't need Messi. Competent. You're not trying to get Messi. You're trying <laughs> no. to like, literally like the simplest of finishes. Yeah, exactly. We're looking for somebody who can tap the ball in, and I'm not even yeah. joking. <laughs> yeah, you're looking for you're looking for you know for Kirkland Brand 365. <laughs> yeah, yep. 
I mean, I think my one, my final note on this game was like, you know, obviously Mon Cloud Nine stoked to get the win, like, and we've got a run of winnable fixtures coming up. But the one weird part about this game was no Anthony Robinson, and like we won, but I still don't think you can convince me that he's not part of our best eleven week in and week out. So it was just weird that he didn't start and didn't play at all in that game. So, yeah. But hey, man, a win's a win. Win number win's three, win, dude. Huge, huge. I felt like that Undertaker GIF that when yep. they called the final whistle. It's like we're back, baby. Yep. And with Newcastle, kind of. Yep. Yep. Things are looking up. Yep. All right. Uh, let's stay. Let's uh. Let's stay with the happy news. Uh, Arsenal four leads two. I mean, this is just an over dad's performance. I mean, I'm glad to be on it, you know, because Leeds always like putting in a stinker where you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe like you guys yeah. are just like letting anything happen. But that's just, I mean, that's just the league. You know what I mean? Like sometimes God gives you goals. You got to take them. Yep. That's a, this is an over dad's match for the ages right there. Like I obviously felt supremely confident with Leeds in the mix mm-hmm. there. But I didn't think we were gonna get four goals and was it four? It was four in the first half from Arsenal, yeah, right? Three one in the first half. Yeah, so I'll take it. Yeah, uh, Arsenal run of fixtures. We're, we'll get into that. Uh, it gets a little harder. Uh, Leeds. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Leeds doing continuing to do Leeds things. Uh, yeah, again, I think I think they're still gonna be fine right now. Uh, they they're on thirty two points. Uh, in Alum's place, I think I think they're fine. This is just, I mean, I think the fans are still yeah. ecstatic. Everyone's still happy. Keep it yeah. going. Um, Southampton now might be making a charge up the table. Wolves two, Southampton one. Wolves played so Wolvesy. They just had two crazy strikes and like. <clears throat> I mean, the Neto goal was amazing. It's very surprising. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 how do we how do we fit this into the Sasha's law of wolves? Because before, I know, I guess. we were saying Southampton is either middling, which would mean a draw, or just straight up bad, which would mean they would beat wolves. But like this result means that Southampton are good, or is there a flaw in the logic? I don't know. Discuss. I mean, we'll have to see. Right now, uh, Southampton is has the longest losing streak, active losing streak in the top four divisions in England. Wow, was that just because uh, Fulham won? Or no, you mean not just like losses and ties, just straight up losses? Losses, yeah. They're on well, I think, seven How many in games a row. They've lost seven games in a row. I didn't even realize yeah. that. I knew they yeah. were sucking, but I figured there was a draw in there somewhere. Damn. No, no, just just a bunch of L's. So, wow, I what mean, a fall from grace. Yeah, a big momentum. I mean, uh, momentum. I mean, they're they're uh, they're facing Chelsea this weekend. It's like I don't. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to. Be Where do they get relief? Yeah. Um, West Brom won. United won. Uh, worst game of the year. This was. I'm not. The I'm fuck not, was that? It was just terrible. You just um, you, you just can't have that if you're United. That's what we'll say yeah. about that. 
you know. Yeah, you can't have that if you're United. Uh, Brighton zero, Villa zero. I thought Brighton played well. Um, you know, I think it's kind of like some luck catching up to them. You know, it's like you can't just keep beating, you know, Spurs, Liverpool, and <laughs> not playing them. And then sometimes, you know, should kind of shit kind of happens this is one of those like shit happens games the uh the stats on it gave them like a big xg advantage but uh, yeah emil martinez so it makes me feel like arsenal got rid of the wrong keeper they stay with burned but i don't know it feels like we fucked up i mean he's kept villa in like four or five matches where he's been like the the difference maker for them. The difference maker, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like from from Brighton's perspective, like that was you got to be pissed with this result, with the stats the way they were, and that's mostly because of uh, Martinez in in goal. Yeah, I mean he's historic. So, uh, so the this is from Opta as well. So the longest uh, uh, streak of away, sorry, the longest number of total away shutouts in a single season, your man Brad Friedel with eight. <laughs> oh, sick so, name drop. And Amelia and Martinez is at seven. So, I mean, he's got, you know, a handful of games left to go. So pretty good. Damn. Pretty good shot. He'll get it. But it's just, yeah, he's been historically good. I mean, yeah, they were peppering him too. Brighton had 26 shots and nine of them were on goal. That's a lot. It is a lot. Um, and we were both on Villa Moneyline in that one too. So, yeah. Fuck me. Um, Palace uh, just shit the bed. I mean, I got way too cheeky on this one, betting a draw. Like, who the fuck do I think I am? Well, you know what it is, is that uh, Zahad didn't start. Yeah, yep. That was that lit. was part of it, too. And we talked about that last week as well. Yep. And I, but also, I think the question that you texted me during this game is valid to bring back up here as well. And that was, and I quote, is Burnley a wagon now? <laughs> Discuss. No, <laughs> like, I mean- are they? <laughs> I fucking hope not for Fulham's chances, but like they've been playing really well recently. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, they've scored more blip goals. on the radar. They've scored more. Somebody tweeted that they scored more goals against palace than they have in like their entire away games this season. <laughs> that checks out for sure. So it's like, <laughs> I might've gotten carried away with that one. Um, and uh yeah let's head to monday um west ham just over dad at the at the at the buzzer the skin of their teeth get, the we got it hey a win's a win man it doesn't matter if you need a goal in the 96th minute to hit the over you still get the over dude i'm telling you sheffield they they just love letting goals in it's beautiful yeah Yep, they really do. And I thought, I, when I was watching at the beginning of this game, like they, Sheffield looked sharp. They yeah, tried. they tried definitely. Yeah, 
And I mean, this this win for, briefly put the Hammers in the fourth place too until, you know, two hours later when Chelsea leapfrogged them again. But yeah. West Ham are on the rise for sure. They're also having like a historically good season. Yeah, they're forever blowing bubbles for sure. Yeah. Um, and then last match of the week, Chelsea 2, Newcastle 0. Uh, Timo back on track. So it's been a thousand minutes since he scored. The fuck? Yeah, that was like after this game, I was like, I love Super Frank, but I guess Tuchel, Tuchel, however the fuck you pronounce it, is just getting more out of these guys than Frank could have. Like, did the players not like Frank? Is that I just find that hard to believe. And I'm, but I'm not sure what else to point to for this turnaround specifically. For Timo too, since like you said, he hadn't scored in a thousand minutes. I just, I mean, I don't know. I just, think, I think Frank got schedule fucked. Like they haven't played anybody in a while. It feels like. Mm, mm, that is true. That is true. And now my prediction of Chelsea finishing outside of the top ten feels a bit short sighted too. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and their remaining schedule looks pretty. I mean, they. Play Southampton, United, Everton, Leeds, Sheffield, West Brom, Palace, Brighton, West Ham, Fulham, City, Arsenal, Leicester. It's like not – it feels like Frank got the short end of the stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. When you say it like that, it really does. So, um, all right. I think we're done with last week's fixtures. Let's do a quick uh a quick table check-in. City at first with 53 points and 20 and then matching hand with 23. It's pretty Dog. dominant. Dude, they've won 11 in a row and haven't lost in their last 14. Is that silly? It it feels silly. It I mean, where like... Sorry, you go. They're they're running away with it, obviously, but I think where it actually gets interesting is around the top four. That's where it gets fun. Yeah. Well, so if they win and then they finish in the top four, there's another then top. It's top five, right? How does that work? Wait, why would that be? Because if you win the league, if you win the Champs League, you get the automatic. Oh, if they win Champs League, yeah. Yeah, if they win Champs League, then the top five prem teams would get it, yeah. Wow. Which, you know, I know you know who's knocking on Europe's door right now, creeping up the standings. Your Gunners. I'm watching it. Your Gunners, dude. (laughs) They obviously looked good last week, so we'll see. So it's about to be a real uh, – it's about to get weird. So Arsenal have Benfica in the midweek, and then they have in the prem. The prem schedule is – this next, like, five is loaded. It's City, Leicester, Burnley, Spurs, West Ham, Liverpool. <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> right? Like, he's going to get killed. You know what I mean? And, like, the shitty team that's in there is Burnley. It was the antidote. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, it's away. It's at Turf Moor. It's, like, ugh, awful. Awful. Yeah, at least, well, at least the players will get to do some, you know, sightseeing and some, uh, 
beach picnics and tropical visitation in in Burnley. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like the only the only thing is it's like is like you hope that like everyone starts choking up towards the end of the season because their end is Sheffield, Fulham, Everton, Newcastle, West Brom. Chelsea is the only top half team that they'll play. Palace, Brighton. I would honestly rather have that run to end the season than have that run coming up right now. So there's there's that. So there is um, some psychology to that too, you know. Yep. Um the obviously the major standout is West Ham in fifth place. Love it. Love to see them getting frisky. It's gonna be I'd like to see some fresh blood in near the top. It's gonna be hilarious when Spurs hire Moyes. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah because it's like where do they go i mean if they finish outside of top six if spurs finish outside of um europa qualification Mourinho's out for sure but it's like who do they bring in next boys <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right uh Let's take a quick break and uh, head into the week. All right. So I think we're calling it officially Match Week 25, even though there's some makeup games. But let's start on Wednesday, Shay. Who do you, who, who do you like from the Wednesday slate? Um, let's see. I don't have any of the Wednesday games in my card right now, but I did want to talk through Everton City here. Because Everton looked aimless against Fulham. And I highly doubt they turn it around against City. But when I'm looking at the odds, I'm like, is this an over three game here? Or Because I don't think Everton are going to score. It's just a matter of, are City going to blow them out? So then you could also look at the over three. And you could also look at City minus one and a half. The over three is minus 105 odds. Minus one and a half is minus 110 odds. I just... It's tough. To, it's tough to tell if it's going to be City doing their, you know, lockdown D and just get it done thing, or City turning out a Golazo fest. So, what what were you thinking on this one? I have the over in this one. So the uh, I have the over for one unit. The reason I have it is because uh, City have Champsic next week. They have away at Arsenal on Saturday. I just think that like they're going to start to shut it down. Because for them, I think Champs League is, is like, it's like how the league was for Liverpool in terms of importance. I feel like for City, <laughs> Champs League is like the missing, the missing yep. gem in their The missing gauntlet. feather in their cap. Yeah. Oh, or that. Yep. That's the missing stone in their <laughs> infinity gauntlet. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I, that's why I like the over. I think, I think Pep's going to rotate some people out. Gundogan's not going to be available. I think he'll maybe he'll sit Rodri or somebody. Uh, I like the over. Uh, I like the over in this one. I don't like the plus one and a half because I think Everton could not have looked worse. I think a big part of it is because like they actually think that they have a shot at the FA Cup, and so they like played to like eleven, you know, on that double overtime on Wednesday. So I think mm-hmm. they were really feeling that and that. Yeah, yeah. Even in the Fulham game, Seamus Coleman was like yelling at uh, Rich Arlison for like not trying. 
So like they were gassed. Yeah, totally gassed. Um, so yeah, so I like the over in that one. I also like the over in, uh, I like the over in Fulham at Burnley, dude. I know it's a game, but it's only over two. It's just calling my name. I know it's only over. I just can't. I looked at the odds for this game and then I just started getting cross-eyed and then just started getting stressed about the game itself. And then was just like, I can't do anything here. I can't do anything. I mean, it's Fulham is also ever so slightly favored at plus 160 to Burnley's plus 165, which I found interesting. Um, and they're the wayside. Yeah. See, the odds makers know that Fulham are good. <laughs> the Josh Magic. So, yeah, we're going to get some more magic, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So you're on the over here. I love that over, yeah. Um, uh, just moving on the calendar, uh, Leeds at Wolves. We don't have to spend long here, but the over in the Leeds game is only over two and a half, and it's minus one fifteen, essentially even. What am I missing? Nothing. <laughs> you're, you're missing absolutely nothing. That's on. I mean, I have no idea what Sasha's law of Wolves says about this game, but Eric's law of money making says to hammer the yeah. shit out of this over and just keep riding it over, dads. I got two units on this. Yes, same. Uh, fun, fun, fun fact: Leeds have scored forty and conceded forty-two. Oh my god, and I love that so much. That's just that's just oh. in twenty-three matches. That's just a true. That's insane. That is just a true mark of an over dad right there. Oh, I love it. Never change, yeah. Bielsa. Never change. All right, what do you got on the weekend? Um, what else do I got? We hit on. Head Wolves leave at Everton City. Oh, I also like to skip ahead um, the Villa Leicester game. I think it's going to be fun anyway. Like, just regardless, it's going to be a fun match. But I think Leicester stays hot. And if I think Leicester yeah. stays hot, then plus 135 odds, money line, is great yep. fucking value. Yeah. So. I'm putting yep. one unit on Lester. I think Vardy's going to be smashing some sick riffs, guitar riffs on the uh, corner flag again. And I just think Lester stays hot, and that's good value. Yeah, a lot of respect for Villa. I mean, especially when you just got dominated by Brighton. Like, yeah, I did say that, like Brighton, like where, what? You know, it's like time, but still, it's like you let somebody pepper Martinez for like 25 shots. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. so like if and if it's Lester on the other side, as we discussed earlier, they have some clinical fucking finishers who are gonna clean up where Brighton couldn't. Exactly. Um so my match of the week, free money. Uh Ooh, free money alert. Oh yeah, is uh in the bargain bin. Sheffield at Fulham over to three units. <laughs> I mean, how does that not go over? Sheffield are a shiv. They're a shiv. That's what they are, and they go for it, and they need to go for it. You know what I mean? This is the this is if there was ever a game to be like, fuck it, we're going to eleven. This is it. This is it for Sheffield. This is it. This is the last. This. Time is running out. If you're going to start the run, it's today. It has to be today, right? 
Do you think they are even trying to go for a run, though? It feels like when I watch them, they're just like... I guess it doesn't matter either way. It feels like they're already resigned to going down, but I guess they're still going to let up goals either way. And now that, you know, we have the greatest striker in the Premier League, Josh Maja. It's two. So you're on uh, both Fulham overs. (laughs) I think that's crazy. Fulham's a... Fulham like scoring. It's Fulham, <laughs> and you guys like letting goals in. You know what I mean? That's 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 usually. Oh, usually... maybe we'll see. I mean, now that you're talking it out, I was on this game. I was like tempted to do the Fulham plus one fifteen money line, but I thought maybe I'd jinx mm-hmm. them. But I feel like if I just do this over two, and put one unit on it, that's yeah. fine. Because it could be a yes. two-one, it could be a you know even if it's full and two-zero, we're still fine. But you're putting three units on that. Wow, a true uh, free money alert! I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, um, let's see. What else do I have on my card this week? Uh, so you're not gonna love the game that I love the most. Um, but in my mind, the easiest game on the slate was City. Minus one against Arsenal. I mean, I know Arsenal played out of their minds against Leeds, but this is a city dog. And it's like minus one and the odds are minus 115. So like, that just feels like I'd be dumb not to take it, to be honest. Yeah, I stayed away from it. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, wow, that's great value. <laughs> yeah, if you're, a, if you're a non-gunner, it's incredible yeah, value. I looked at it and I was like, and I was like, what? yeah, but... Yeah, that's where I'm at. So I'll put uh, I'm put two units on that actually. Two units on that. Okay. Um for me, uh the weirdo line of the week was Spurs as what at West Ham with West Ham mm. as the favorites. Mm. Yep. <laughs> what am I missing? Are are we <laughs> Are we, are we, how confident are we? Are, is this one plus 170? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, know. it's crazy. But it's do crazy. you have, do you have any confidence at all in Spurs right now? I just think they couldn't, <laughs> they, they could not look any worse than they can right now. Okay, so you're saying like they've hit rock bottom. Yes. They, there's nowhere else to go but up. If I can get them on the upswing with plus 170 odds, then it's good value. That's your argument. Also, like West Ham is like like being so like it's not a good sign if Jesse Lingard is like saving your season. I'm sorry. Like it's a good story, but <laughs> you like just a shot, on. man. It's crazy. So you're you crazy like Spurs here then? On my Spurs, my Spurs. I'm just North London heavy this week. Just fucking, ugh. Bargain, uh, bargain basement to Fulham. Just all over this place this week. Yeah, um, you are. All right. Who do you like? Um, that was actually all I had on my card for this week. Do you have anything else uh, that you're, you got on yours? I got a tentative one. 
Uh, Palace at Brighton. If if Zaha's back, Palace plus three seventy. Oh yeah, that's great value. If Zaha's back for sure. And just I think like if yeah. he's back, then like you know you you're always gonna get that you're gonna get that penalty that foul shot. Oh sorry, that penalty shot. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be a little easy. Um, probably the game of the week. Uh, Everton at Liverpool always a good derby. Um, I don't know what the fuck's. I don't know. I thought the line was set pretty well on it. Everton minus one. Oh, sorry, Liverpool minus one. Uh, I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me, right? I mean, yeah. If you think Liverpool is dead in the water, then Everton plus five twenty money line is awesome value, and so is Everton plus one at minus one ten. But like. If you're of any other mind other than that Liverpool is dead, then this is probably a stay away. The craziest part about this whole thing is that uh, is that uh, like a fun kick in the kick in the balls is that the uh, the striker who scored for PSG today, we're recording this on Tuesdays, February 16th. Uh, he's on loan from Everton. Really? Yeah. What like the, they got the guy? The guy not Mbappe that scored, but the other guy, Moises Keane. Yeah. He. Oh my god. Was, he was an Everton. Oh, sorry, a Juventus like super wonder kid, right? They put him to Everton. Everton said he's not that good. Loan <laughs> and now he's scored in at camp now. He's made the squad. You know what I mean? Like how does how does that work? How are you so how are you such a how, how are you like, that bad at picking at team watching? I would be firing my camp, my like scouting department if I imagine watching that. Cause somebody yeah. at Everton is just like sitting there watching Champions League, you know. Trying to wait out the, wait out the quarantine. You know, put some midweek fix, midweek champs league, and then you just get this punch in your face. Yep, yep. <laughs> I love that. As if uh, Everton fans needed anything else to be sad about. Yeah. Um, West Brom at Burnley. Uh, just to give the listeners kind of an idea for, uh, we'll have boring this game is supposed to be the under two and a half is minus 145 <laughs> gotta love it so, Bur- they're giving burnley some respect watch- too at minus 110 money line they just feel like this is going to be a total <laughs> flopper yeah uh chelsea at southampton i don't know i don't know right i mean i mean i like chelsea to stay hot here that- but I'm not sure minus 140 for the money line is enough value, though. That was my only... That was the only reason I didn't have this one on my card. Same. Same. Um, And then last but not least, Newcastle at United. A lot of respect for uh, United... uh, For for Newcastle. Sorry, for for Man Man United. Um, I don't know. It feels like it makes... I mean, they are the... I believe they're the strongest favorite of the weekend. Um, so if you're looking for it, 
uh, Newcastle plus 940. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I just don't want to watch this game. Therefore, I don't want to bet it. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no, there's no value there. There's no value there. Um, I will say too, with the wonky schedule coming up, we may or may not get Leeds Southampton game as part of the next episode. And there's not really, I couldn't find reliable odds for it anyway, but if that game doesn't end up in our next episode, just blindly bet the over. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I already uh, know I have the over there. Yeah, we both already have the over. So that's our advice for that game. <laughs> um, all right. You want to you wanna recap your picks? Yes. Uh, so my big money play is Sheffield at Fulham over to three units. The other uh, big play is Leeds at Wolves over two and a half for two units. Hammer the over. Um, Spurs at West Ham. Spurs plus 170. Leicester at Villa, Leicester plus 135. If Zaha starts, Palace plus 370. City at Everton, uh, over. And Fulham at Burnley, over two. Big card. It's stacked. I love it. Um, I've got Wolves leads over two and a half, two units. Everton City over three, one unit. Leicester money line, one unit. Uh, City minus one against Arsenal, two units. Fulham Sheffield over two, one unit. And yeah, like we just said, Leeds, Southampton, whatever the over is, hit it hard. (laughs) Beautiful. All right, we'll be back next week. We'll see if Sasha can keep his five-week hot streak going. Woo! See you all next week. Bye, everybody. 